listening to Two Girls, One Podcast, an internet radio program about the internet itself. And if that's not meta enough for you, feel free to turn this off and go back to watching reruns of 30 Rock. And now here are your champions of incognito mode, Jennifer Jamula and Allison Bolver. I'm Jen. I'm Allie. This is Two Girls, One Podcast. Where we have two girls, one podcast. No other also, people in the room. And also this producer who's I'm in at, the room. I'm still here. Shh. There's this the guy Matt. in the room. I'm here. All right. So Ellie and I, not Matt, have a show called Blogalogs in which we perform internet material on stage in New York City. It is bumping. I could be in the show. Nope. Um, maybe as a like a tree in the background. <laughs> Matt's like dressed as the blade of grass. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm in. All right. Does it does okay, it cool. Cool. does it pay? No. no. I was just about to say Guys, we don't pay. Not pay. I'm busy that day. Okay. So <laughs> we didn't invite you, but I'm glad to hear you're busy. So we take things from that the internet. That makes things less awkward because you're busy. In okay. the show, we'll take like Craigslist posts, Facebook, uh, Reddit, posts, Yelp, tweets, Amazon, just even texting internet things. Yeah, but it's true. We perform it. Uh, we'll play crazy characters, do different scenarios. But through doing this show, Allie and I have gotten really interested in different internet communities. We want to know who is behind all these posts. We've been down a lot of internet wormholes. And in this podcast, every single episode, we're going to look at a different internet wormhole. (laughs) Sounds dirty. I'm going to look at your wormhole. (laughs) And this episode is actually one of our tamer episodes. If you tune in regularly, I hope you do. Some of our episodes are fucking foul. Mm -hmm. But this one is kind of adorable. This one is about... Cuddling. cuddling now we know all sorts of things are probably running through your head right now because when we first heard about cuddling we were like that cannot be platonic there have to be weird boundaries and all i mean this. i still think so i know me too i mean well we're gonna get to the bottom of it we're gonna talk to somebody mm-hmm. today who actually started a company with somebody else a cuddling uh, website yeah where he sends out professional cuddlers into the world to, cuddle to go people. cuddle you yeah cuddlist.com we're speaking with the CEO and founder today of Cuddlist.com. That's right. So you can hire someone to cuddle you. Yeah. Which I think is interesting because like if I have, I mean, actually I don't even know how much it costs we're going to ask him, but mm-hmm. if I have money to burn mm-hmm. for someone to touch me, I would hire a masseuse. Like I'll go get a massage. Right. And don't get me wrong. I fucking love a good cuddle. I am a cuddle monster. Okay, so... You better... If you're in my bed, I will cuddle you against your will. If you're in my bed, I I better... Well, actually, I'm not going to cuddle you. I better be getting spooned. You know, we've shared a bed before. I'm just going to say, you yeah, and I have traveled okay, together for different true, things. That's true. We've, we've shared, shared a bed, a bed. before. Uh, okay, I'm talking ma- about men. I'm talking about men. Okay, I was going to say. I'm just you, talking about dudes. You never made me cuddle you, and I would make an excellent big spoon. You I think would, actually. The you're the right size for my big spoon. It's perfect. You're a little too skinny to be my big spoon. I know, that's true. I don't want to, like, bone you. <laughs> <laughs> but we actually, have a, we actually have, like, a Meaning somewhat amusing story. Uh, oh, that's true. You yeah. would literally bone me. We should, both. should I leave the room? Yeah. <laughs> Get out. We were hoping you'd ask. Um, so, actually, we have a somewhat amusing story about us sharing a bed, about which speeding? is we were... We were teaching in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Stockholm. Yeah. Sorry, we're being so offensive right now. We were in Stockholm. Right. We were teaching. Yeah. Because we teach. Sometimes we clean up and we teach. Call mm-hmm. us. We teach workshops, public speaking. Okay. Anyway, we were in Sweden and we they put us in this like beautiful, beautiful suite. I mean, it was incredible. And coming from New York City, you were like, this apartment is $4 million. Like mm-hmm. it was beautiful. It had in multiple wings. rooms. So I lost track of how many rooms there were. There the was suite. like a little private kitchen. There and were mirrored walls. Oh my God. For all sorts I of shenanigans. So much sexual shenanigans. Yeah, anyway. two bathrooms. We each yeah, got our own bathroom. There were two bathrooms. You were like, I'm going to blow dry my hair over here. You blow dry your hair over here. We were in this a luxurious king size bed. And actually, part of the reason behind this is we said, hey, you're flying us to Sweden. Can you put us up for a few extra nights? And instead of getting us two separate rooms, we'll share a room. It'll end up being the same cost for you. We can stay in Frolic. We stayed in Frolic in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Best choice ever. Ever. So we were in this luxurious king bed. And then at some point, someone said to us something about, like, isn't it cool how in Sweden, in, a, in the double beds, they give you two separate duvets so you don't have to like fight over the covers. And we were like, we what? only have one duvet. One duvet. And then we found out that we were in the honeymoon suite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which uh, we took some great pictures of us with room service. Yeah, with like silver platters. It was really great. We should have cuddled. I think we missed an opportunity. You know what? It could have been platonic. Now that we know about this, the yeah. next time we travel together, 
I'm ready. Okay, so what is your... I'm co- going to wake up in the middle of the night and like, think you're a dude and then be like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so besides being a cuddle monster, though, what is your personal cuddle style? I just want to be a little spoon all the time. You do? Interestingly, I used to hate cuddling. Yeah. Like in college, if I like slept at a guy's place, You'd I'd be like, like peace out, away. going back to my dorm. You know you what I mean? hated How did you hate yeah, it? Yeah, also because, you know, at Yale, it's like the dorms are two feet away, so I would just like go home. But in real life, I'm like, you cuddle me. I'll wake up in the middle of the night being like, why am I not being spooned? So do you want them to in like... In that voice. Yeah. Do you curl up in like the tiniest ball and they like envelop you? Or like, what are we talking? I mean, I think there's all kinds of ways to cuddle, but that is the best. Okay. <laughs> I'm a tiny ball. Just curious. I actually like being big spoon, even with people who are bigger than me. Huh, that's weird. Who's bigger than you? <laughs> Matt, you know what? Get the F Get the out of this fuck room. out of here, Matt. I'm Jen on Team eight, Jamula. Jen's eight feet tall. I am actually eight feet tall. But, are you um, just upset because Jen's probably taller than you are? He's at least six feet I taller know. than me. But so I am <laughs> I'm tall. I'm three seven. I am tall, and I you're three seven. Everyone <laughs> always thinks I'm a midget because there's all these like promo photos of us, and everyone assumes that I'm the midget and you're normal height. But I'm actually <laughs> normal height. She's normal height, guys. I'm five four. I'm ahead there's of most. There's actually been articles about us. About there was one in like, oh, Beta yeah, Beat that called me like tiny or something. I was like, I am normal size. Called you a shrimp. <laughs> and then I, they were like, I'm the, normal size. <laughs> She shouted from below. I'm an adult. I'm an adult. <laughs> anyway. I don't know what I was saying. Oh, but because I am so tall, I've come to accept that I'm going to be dating people who are shorter than me, probably. And so in the last few years, it's Those happened. Those are such lucky dudes. Well, thanks, Allie. You're they're, welcome. They're passionate lovers. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. So do you, you think that little dudes are more passionate lovers? And do you think it's because they're like, oh, man, I got to make up for my height? In my <laughs> In my experience, <laughs> yes. And I actually think this has been proven, like, psychologically. Pause. What? When, when, I have so many questions. When you're with taller dudes, are they not as good? Boring. AF. Can, Boring can AF. I, can I name names of people you've dated? No. Off, <laughs> we're off, not going off there. Off screen. Off, I mean, we're not on, on a screen, but. Exactly. We, we, we can... Trick question. <laughs> no, no. What about the guy you dated this that you had, irrelevant. like, a long saga with, and he's really tall? You know what? That was actually fine. Okay. But I was so young, I didn't know the difference. Anyway, now I'm old and jaded and like shorter guys are where it's at. A big spoon. I actually have another friend who feels the same way. She's like, shorter guys are like really fucking grateful. <laughs> and they go grateful. to town. No, no, no. This is a different friend of mine that said the same okay, thing. I'm okay. saying theory has been. I said passionate. Do you still observe a, a stigma is the wrong word, but yeah. like, is it challenging for a guy mm-hmm. to be. A little spoon? No, not. Oh, no. no, I mean like. Oh. To you're be shorter. On, you're on a date. You're walking down the street. You know, I found that most guys, at least the ones that I've dated, I think a really, lot of guys think it's cool. Do they, they like care? It. Do they care? Do people care anymore? Do guys so, care? They're like, I'm with a tall, hot lady. The guys themselves <laughs> that I've dated think it's awesome. Like, they don't get self... But maybe they're self-conscious, but they're not upset about it. They're like, yep. they find it actually very attractive and the call it out is something that they like. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they have tall people fetish. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah. On the next show. <laughs> Wait, I have another, I have a tall person story that we could edit out, but it's kind of funny. We, okay, have, a, we have a really tall friend. You might know home time out. Mm-hmm. It's and me. It's <laughs> not Matt. We have a really tall friend. He's six foot six. He's hilarious and amazing. And there was one time where he slept with a girl who was also like six something. And he said he was like, like he was like floored that he could like see her face. He's like, this is all wrong. What's happening? Because he usually, you know, sleeps with girls who are a foot shorter than him yeah. so he said the fact that he could like see her while they were having sex he's just like I can't do this and I was like <laughs> wow that's such a weird story I love it well I hope we get to cuddle someday I think we might be meant to cuddle size <laughs> differential I like being big you like being little spoon I've been told I have a really nice touch I'm just gonna throw that out there <laughs> hey, I'm sold I'm sold as long as you think it won't get weird for our working Ellen, relationship you just have to set some boundaries <laughs> what are what are the boundaries if um, we're you guys are gonna come come to the studio like next week and it's gonna be like super awkward we'll and back. no one's and we're not no one's gonna talk about it oh, it'll just true. be like no you guys are like not why. friendly anymore <laughs> it's weird no i love a good cuddle i'm in yeah and like sometimes i don't get cuddled enough you know mm-hmm. what i mean i know like uh. as a single girl in New York City, it is weird that like if you don't date someone for a little while, you might have no physical human contact for a while. That's mm-hmm. kind of a weird thing. Yeah, I know. I agree. People are really weird about human touch, though. Do you find like are you? Do you think you're a toucher? No, I'm not a toucher. You're not a toucher, and you know this. You're like because we you sort of joke sometimes. You're like, and I'll hug you, but Allie doesn't really like. Hugs. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a touchy person. That's but true. But then, but then 
I really love a cuddle. You love a good cuddle. <laughs> I'm like all or nothing. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. or a massage. Don't touch or me, or mm-hmm. just like full body contact. Yes. Right, right. I, I, yeah. I worked with a with a gentleman who is lovely, and then I think we had massages at work. Like it was like yeah. a little perk, like a cool thing, which is like awesome. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, "Yeah, sign me up." And he was like, oh, "No, I don't really like people touching me." I'm like. I want to kind of get it, but I'm also like, dude, you're missing free out. Free massage, yeah. bro. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. He turned down a free massage. Right. And I that that was very strange totally to me. Totally blacked out when you said that. Yes. It made no sense. <laughs> it made no sense. Yeah, like because also I'm Jewish, right? So I heard free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those two and words together. And I heard massage, and I was wow. just like, I'm it's, it's like, in. It's like a bacon kiss. <laughs> oh, like a free God. massage. Is I like just a blacked bacon out kiss. again because I heard bacon and make yeah. out, and I just was like, bacon, make it, make out, make and bake, make, bake, bake, bake. I know what you're trying to do. I don't know. I find um I think naturally I really like to touch people just like all the time like if I were just to come up to you I'd want to put my hand on your arm mm. some people react so weirdly though and like I've learned that you can't you really have to be careful about that I could see that it's it's the difference between you're a total stranger and you're touching yeah. me out of nowhere mm-hmm. versus you are a professional masseuse and this is a <laughs> right. transaction yeah and then I'm in a relationship and this is the person I'm cuddling those are three different categories right. and I understand True. being weird with one or two but so not bringing all of them. it back yeah. The interesting thing about this phenomenon, which has really found itself on the internet, there are websites where you can book a cuddler. Uh, there used to be an app called Cuddler that we performed some material from like a year or two ago, which I think is no longer around, or I think it might have changed into Spooner, best name ever. Yeah, if it doesn't that. exist, you can run with it. <laughs> anyway, so matching people up for cuddler, cuddle buddies, cuddle buddies, but What's interesting about this phenomenon is these people don't know each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what's a little strange to me because it does feel very intimate. Right. To cuddle a stranger. Mm-hmm. Like you cuddling me would be different. I feel like we're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> but after all these years. <laughs> yeah. It only took 10 years. <laughs> she let me touch her. But you know, uh, I don't know if this is a good comparison at all, but have you ever had like really intense, condensed life experiences where you feel yes. really close to people really quickly. Yes. Yeah. Sure. And then like maybe yes. you I didn't don't even talk. need you to finish. This exactly. <laughs> yes. But like being a theater person, you know, uh, in the past, like having put on plays, uh, you get really close to people and you don't talk to them for months. But when you see them, it's like you feel super close again. Right. I it's like the th- show ends and you're like, oh, my God, yeah, we're like going like to see sister. each other all the time. And, yeah. You know, which is actually kind of sad. So sad. But in a lot of different capacities, I've experienced that. So I it wonder, makes me kind of sad. I wonder if cuddling like simulates that in a way where, yeah, it does. It, of course, it's going to make you feel close because you're touching the whole time. I don't know. Like, but then if you're paying somebody just what are the lines of the relationship because uh i could imagine it subs for therapy for some people mm-hmm. in, in the stuff that you want to share um maybe massage for some other people and then it makes you feel really relaxed but like yeah how are like it, it is another human being that you're interacting with yeah so how how what are the lines i don't know i don't know i've been seeing a lot of articles about it lately so i, I know. think it's, it's catching on in some regard yeah i would do it but i think i'd inevitably want a relationship with that person like a friendship or something to go beyond a transaction i also can't decide if i would feel like i was paying a whore a little bit like especially if the guy's like really good looking like this hot dude comes over he cuddles me and then at the end i throw cash at him yeah. Like that's like I, I don't think know. there's a possibility could feel that way depending on the He situation. would definitely need to lie down and I would pay him in ones. Mm-hmm. So it's like fistfuls of cash. Yeah. And I would throw them at his body you and like then be like, see ya. The most and I'd awkward go back situation. The <laughs> and I would slam the door. Yeah. <laughs> so like show yourself out, bitch. You know what I mean? I would really make it turn. It would be like really intimate and then like suddenly yeah. very harsh. Yeah. And then I'd be like, How does it feel? <laughs> Patriarchy. <laughs> Something else that's super intimate about this is that they come to you. They come to your house. They're in oh, wait, your do space. You guys, or do you go to them? Um, maybe it depends on the situation, but definitely, I think in a lot of scenarios they come to your house. I've seen videos I don't about. No, if I want them knowing where I live. Yeah, I would say it would feel At a least little for more. The first session. The first session feels like it should be somewhere public. It should be like in a Starbucks, so we know everything's safe. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just gonna take over this table. <laughs> We're cuddling over here. <laughs> But right, I mean, like, I don't know. Also, this is again like a New York City thing, like going to someone's apartment, having them come into mine if we've never met before. It's risky. It's super fucking risky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be careful. But you get in a cab with a stranger who's driving you in a know a death box. And I think about that. I think about, or even a death box, a subway car. Like, I think about all the time the risks we take. Yeah. And I think those are kind of crazy too, but we do them. But at least for cabs and stuff like that, like, there's the license number, Mm -hmm. like, theoretically. Mm -hmm. And when are we going to optimize the cab experience so it's like a cuddle in a cab? 
mm. like a cab cuddle. Mm. Uh, we can't get your nails done in a cab ride <laughs> to the Upper West Side. <laughs> Wait, we're like, we're already paying that Kill much. Yeah. Wait, that makes sense. Yeah, getting tips. nails. Tips. Because you're giving. Instead of tips. <laughs> getting and giving tips. <laughs> What's the business name, though? It's, come on. Mm. Wait, tips. what? No, I'm like, so what do we call that business? Yeah, what is it called? What are we starting getting here? getting your tips done. Yeah, it's tips. called tips, tips and rides. Tip. Tip and ride. Ride and tip and ride. <laughs> Something like that, tip right? Matt, uh, what's your personal cuddle style? Why are you asking Matt questions? I just, you know, I kind of want to know. I need what's to... your personal cuddle style? I told you I'm Big Spoon. Big Spoon? Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, it doesn't we're... match. I'm Little Spoon, you're Big Spoon. That makes so much sense. We go both ways. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounded like... We, we <laughs> my wife and I, I've been married for 200 years. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> that's a community we really need to talk to. We that's need to true. get in touch with someone from the vampire community. Yeah. For our listeners, that's not a joke. There is a community of people online who believe that they are vampires because mm-hmm. internet. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we got to get to this interview. We're going to get to that. But first, we got to take a break. Okay. But before that, trivia time. Ah, trivia! I'm so like, bad at these. I totally forget every but time. I'm always no, you excited. guys are you guys are getting you guys got some good guesses. You're we, thinking about things. Getting while the getting's, you're, good. You're getting the getting's good. You're all thinking right. about you're, you're thinking critically. Mm-hmm. Critical thinking. Yeah, my brain grew since we started. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. I've I mean, noticed that. What if that was the thing? Ellie, your brain really grew. I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping for titties, but <laughs> yeah. and I just like put we'll it down. Brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, that was a really sad statement I made. I'll go with brain. Okay. Aww. You know what? I got tiny titties and I'm fucking fine. So I will go for a bigger brain. I would like my brain to grow. No, I don't even want my brain to grow. I just want to use more of my brain because apparently we only use 10% of our that's, brains. That's that's a that's a lie. That's hey, a, how much of our brains do we I use? I don't know, but that's like one of those facts. That's that's like a Snapple fact that yeah. was bullshit. What if I hey used my whole brain? Trivia time. The human head weighs eight pounds. <laughs> Jerry. Jerry. Jonathan Lipnicki. I know. <laughs> Where is he now? I, uh, I know. No, I, I Googled him recently, actually. Really? He's still acting. But I don't remember. He's not little anymore, though. I'm <laughs> I'm just gonna no, let no. you know. I, his brain grew. It's like when I was little. Pu- his brain grew. It's like when I was little puppies. You want to stay little forever? Oh. Please let you me. You mean all puppies? I mean all puppies. <sighs> There's this company. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. Google. McDonald's. It's Google. Oh, okay. Oh, it's Google. You heard? You've heard of them? Yeah, I have. That's cool. How yeah, do you say just, it? Um, it we, we, Google. We're in the, we're in the tech. I work in tech. Oh, we can throw these terms around. It's Google. <laughs> Bandy them about. Not everyone's heard of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you guys are hip. You're like, mm-hmm. we're like so in the. Uh, Is that with two Gs and two? One O? No, it's two no, O's, two G's. Google. <laughs> this is Google. <laughs> so this company called Google. They do like web and you know search engine stuff, whatever. Cool internet things. I've heard of that. Uh, they were founded a long time ago in internet time, mm-hmm. and Google is one of the names they they stuck with. But the founders originally were thinking about launching with a different name. Oh shit! Shmoogle. We know the answer to this. No, no, no. Oh, we did learn this at some point. The question: What is the name? What is the name? Lightbox. Oh no. no! No 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 no! Remember we? Oh. You can get we worked this. with some Googlers. This was not that long ago. Fuck. Atlantis. I'm just gonna throw out words that sound important. <laughs> Peanut butter. <laughs> that sounds very important. Um. This is great radio, guys. Yeah. Just listening to you think. Dead, dead air. <laughs> Do you like it? It's really good. Oh man, um, I don't remember, but I'm upset because I I really think we knew this. All right, give I me think... a guess though. Give me something. You know what I'm gonna do? I said mm. lightbox and Atlantis. Lightbox and Atlantis. I mean, that, it... these are random words. Look, I know the answer, and those are answers not... are not as crazy as the answer. Can I mean, they're you... oh, plausible. they're not as crazy. I'm saying oh. like, look, it's an internet. What the fuck's what the fuck's a Google? Like, it could be any word in the world. Can you give us a hint? How many syllables? It is okay. Fair, fair, fair. Is it we two syllables? Two. Beatbox. I'm just really. An- <laughs> I'm just really annoyed because I know that I know. And yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I know. I, I know too. Feeling. I know you know. So you know when I don't know the answer, what I do? What do you do? <laughs> is that like a, a dial-up sound? I just make noises. I was like you were dialing up. <laughs> like the little AOL running man. Okay. That's what I think All right, it's so called. Jen's, Jen's guess is Atlantis. Mine is and that Allie's you told. guess is. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, mine is, it can only be known in a tonal language. And, yes. the, and so, <laughs> that's Elvish for Gouda. <laughs> that's another show. That's another All right, show. We're gonna, you're going to find out the real answer after the break. And now a real missed connection entitled, Did We Hook Up at the Megadeth Motorhead Concert? W4M, from the website where all the teens hang out, Craigslist.org. Me, blue hair. Silver tube top fishnets, knee-high black biker boots. You, red mohawk, black pentagram gauges, viper piercings. I was grinding on you in the pit, then we went to the bathroom, got fucked up. (laughs) 
But you had a nice cock and I was wasted, so I let your raw dog it in the stall. Oh, you were really good, and you had to you had to gag me so I wouldn't make too much noise. <laughs> anyway, I'm pregnant. It's yours. Uh, contact me if you want to be a part of your child's life. Well, we're back. Do you think she's gonna find the baby daddy? No. Why? Because no. Because no. But listen, if you're out there, we're gonna give you our phone number at the end of this podcast. You call us. We'll hook it up. We'll hook it up. That's true. We want that child to have a father. Yeah. But you should and also he confirm seems that- like a great father figure. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Snorting from the father in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just Look, because you feel challenged. She paid a lot of money to to place the ad on our show. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I hope it pays off. That's all we I'm saying. People are looking you. for their baby daddies. Mm-hmm. I know we are. I'm looking for a baby daddy to father my child outside of my womb, That's which is a also different a different show. episode. Different <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to check out all our episodes till you find out which one it <laughs> that is. That one random reference. Tune into the broadcast. <laughs> Tuesdays at 7. With Maury. <laughs> Tuesdays with Maury is what I was Tuesdays, thinking. No, I got what you were thinking. That's I had my read very that. original title of my novel. <laughs> I wish we read that <laughs> so that we could make Tuesdays at 7 with Maury. <laughs> Two girls, one podcast, and a pizza place on CBS. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Trivia. You guys want to know the answer? I want to know the answer. I want to know the answer. I want to know the answer. Google may not have been known as Google what? if what? the founders <laughs> chose their original name for the company, which was Hachu. <laughs> <laughs> no. Allie had had random sounds. That was her guess. And I Jen, had, you were uh, saying like Atlantis, Lightbox, Lightbox. I mean, look, be- make it up be- words. Beatbox or something. Beatbox? Any of those could be internet startups. Two honestly. Yeah. Uh, no. Is- there's definitely if we go Google all of those later they exist as internet startups all right all right i'm gonna give you one more hint as a matter of fact oh okay the actual word is related to this week's show oh spooner was it spooner Mm. we've been talking about Mm -hmm. that spooning spoon fork fork you knife (laughs) plate (laughs) go fork yourself (laughs) i don't know all right the answer is i'm gonna hate myself i know me too back rub oh one word Capital B, capital R. That's oh, so yeah. weird. Right? Do you know why that was oh, yeah. going to be the name? Uh, oh, yes, because they, the Sergey Brin and Larry Page, it, when developing We're a search engine, that, well, that's that's a different show. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's your fan fiction. There's nothing wrong with Tech that. Tech fan fiction by Alec Goldberg. Boom. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday at seven with Sergey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's Ali's original novel. <laughs> <laughs> they were uh, they were developing technology just to go back and and search the backlinks to find relevance for search engine results. So backlinking is what powers Google, at least in the old days. So I think it was this notion of back of rubbing the links or searching those links. Back, so backlinking, back rubbing. There was some connection verbally and then it's to like that. Tongue in cheek, and they were like, oh, yeah, and yeah. I get the internet is for porn. That's that right. Sure. Back rub is really what it should be called. Mm-hmm. But it was not or a sustainable name. Or it could just name. be called Rub One Out. <laughs> Do you think that'd be a good name for the search engine? <laughs> yeah, just just Rub One Out. <laughs> Don't know the answer? Rub One Out. <laughs> so is this, instead of being like, I'm Googling something, you'd be like, I'm rubbing one out. <laughs> just back rub. What are you doing? Okay, we'll find this information. For me. Just back rubbing it. <laughs> Can you back rub that for me? <laughs> I'm glad they didn't go with that name. I feel I'm, so embarrassed. The world would be different. Yeah. I'm super sad that they didn't go with that name because. Well, yeah. The jokes would be endless. Right. But it would be so normal. You wouldn't even think, you wouldn't even the, think to make a joke. That is true. That's the rub? That's the rub. Like, ah, how ridiculous a word is Google? And we say it all the time like absolutely. it's God. Yep, yeah, absolutely. It's like saying spingo waga. <laughs> I mean, it's exactly like that. I think from now on, whenever we say Google, we should say Google. Google. Like, like shout it? Just like different. Google. We should just like always pronounce it as fun as it should be. I'm just going to say it with one eye closed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made so much sense, but it did. Because well, it sounds like like a monocle or something, like a Google. A Google. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> anyway, let's not forget how ridiculous a word that is anyway. It's no less Google. ridiculous than back rub, except back rub is kind of sexual. Right? And the internet's for porn. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently cuddling, and um, which is not porn. Mm-hmm. And we're going to hear more about it. So as you guys know, we typically talk to people over the phone, over Google Hangouts. Adam Lippin, who we mentioned, he's the co-founder and CEO of Cuddlist.com. The person we're about to speak to is in New York. Live from New York. And we're going to go meet up and talk to him. IRL, bitches. Get ready. Hi, Adam. <laughs> 
Hi, how are you guys? Nice God. to be here. We're very excited We're so to meet excited. the co-founder, co-cuddlist. <laughs> well, it's great to be here. You guys have great energy, and I'm excited about this interview. Awesome. Thank you. Why don't you tell us what is Cuddlist? Sure. So Cuddlist.com is a platform where we have certified, trained professional cuddlers who we have this amazing training program, so we train them. Mm-hmm. And then there's a website where anyone who's interested in meeting any of these people and requesting a session can go do that. And right now we're in about 20 markets in the country and growing pretty rapidly. Whoa. I actually want to skip ahead and hear all about the certification program. Sure. So the training program is really based on radical acceptance, radical compassion, uh, yet understanding what the boundaries are and being able to hold the space for someone else. That was beautiful. That was really beautiful. But so, but I want to know like what goes down at the certification. How many hours is sure, the training? Sure. Is there like an online component? Then I'm assuming there's a whole cuddle component too. Great. Okay. It's like the driving test where there's like an online thing, and then you actually got to hit the road, right? Great. So there are three <laughs> major components to the training program. The first one is is an online program, and then there is you must attend a cuddle party. If you want to know what cuddle party is, go yeah, to, I do. I can, okay, so cuddle party is essentially so we're. Cuddlist, we provide individual one-on-one cuddle sessions. A cuddle party is basically a group cuddling experience, and I like to think of it as a communication workshop that uses touch as the vehicle. And so you learn about boundaries, consent, how to asking for what you want, how to thank someone for saying no to them because they're taking care of themselves. And it's just a wonderful, really beautiful environment where you can explore uh, touch in a healthy, safe way. So your site focuses on one-on-one. Correct. I'm skipping all around because I'm so fascinated. Where do you find out about the cuddle parties? Cuddleparty.com would be a great place to find out about it. I'm hosting actually uh, three this week. Uh, I hope you got I a host, busy week. Yeah, I got a busy week. I host two a month in, in New York City, and they're all over the country. In fact, all over the world. So cuddlelist.com. The first step is an online component. Then you have to attend a cuddle party. And the third component is you must give a uh, session to one of our certified cuddlists. And, uh, and then, so that, that's sort of the process. And at that point, my partner Madeline will evaluate the profile that you've created, will evaluate uh, the response back from the person that you um, gave a session to, and we'll get some feedback from the Cuddle Party host. Assuming all, all things that go, then you're invited to join our site, and then, uh, and then you can do that or, or not. Mm-hmm. What are some other ways that people would be would basically not pass. Yeah, so the first thing we do, anyone that applies, there's a criminal background check. So that's sort of like... That sounds like a good idea. That's like number (laughs) one. Uh, And at the end of the day, it is really at our sole discretion as to who we allow to be listed on the site or not. Obviously, there's absolutely no discrimination. In fact, we go out of our way to to have this as um, diverse and inclusive as possible because anyone over 18, 18 or over, uh, is entitled to healthy touch. Sometimes it's a gut. Sometimes, like I just had a conversation with Madeline this morning. It's like some there was a person who is a nice guy, but you know he asked a question or during a training saying, you know, what if I want to date one of my clients? Well, that's a no go. Like to even have that question, that mm-hmm. shows there's not a level of professionalism there. Doesn't mean he's not not a great guy. He gave a really great cuddle session to the person that you know gave him his assessment. And he wrote everything really well. But that shows to me and to Madeline a quality that we're not really looking for. This is not a dating site. You're a professional. So why cuddling? Touch in general is the most healing, original sort of source of comfort that we have. I mean, we all have experiences of touch um, from a child, etc. Unfortunately, not everyone gets the touch that we need all the time. So if you're someone who is in a healthy relationship, gets a lot of touch from family, friends, a loved one, then you're very lucky. Please go out and share that with the rest of us. Some of us, at different points, we've lost a loved one. We're out of a relationship. We're going. We're on Tinder. Co- <laughs> well, you know, yeah, t- just you know, swiping away. No touch there. And not only <laughs> is there no touch there, but it's sort of the 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 it sort of can be deadening, right? So I don't want to get into Tinder and all of those apps, but the problem. That's fair. You know, it, it's a whole different environment. So the concept here, so we're like a Tinder. If you're going to meet someone, there's all these expectations built in it. We're the exact opposite. Once a client has an appointment with the cuddlist, expectations are gone. And it's all about getting past the mask of the personality and getting to know someone on a really natural, real level. That's what it's designed for. So touch is a basic need. Bottom line is a lot of us don't get enough of it. Bottom line, there are people who are disabled. There are people who are elderly. There are people who are housebound. There are a lot of people who really get no access to it. And there's also stressed out college students and people in their life. At any point in our life, every one of us at some point could use more touch in their life. Mm -hmm. So there's a condition called skin hunger. When people do not get enough touch in their life, there's 
a lot of evidence to support that depression, anxiety, and stress levels go up, and therefore an according sort of physiological change in their body. And the correlation is that when you get healthy touch in your life, you're less stressed, you're less anxious, etc. I'm 50 years old. This is a passion project for me. I want to change the conversation about touch. There are obviously anyone there are obviously professional cuddlers out there, quote unquote, but in general people can still think of this as like a softcore, prostitution-y, jokey kind of a thing. It's my mission to create this business model which is a healing modality. Mm -hmm. I'm going to fight to do that for the next 15, 20 years because that's what is needed. Mm -hmm. I believe in five years this will be covered by insurance. Oh, well, that's a whole other issue. It's a whole Obamacare. other issue. The, yeah, <laughs> There's a lot of things not, I want them to cover. But the concept <laughs> is that this is really a legitimate healing modality. Yeah. People, you know, back when psychiatry started, you were a quack. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, mm -hmm. everything that we think of as, as being normal was at one point fringe. Is there any commonality to the people who request your services? They all tend to be in a certain part of the country. A lot of them are college students. Anything along those lines? Yeah, it's a great question. So the commonality would generally be a sense of loneliness, anxiety, depression, or just needing a sense, wanting some touch in their life. The one thing I love about this, why I'm so passionate, it is it's very rare that we find one thing that connects every being and one thing that does connect every being is touch mm -hmm. and connection mm -hmm. and I don't think there's enough connection in the world and this is what we're trying to do to increase mm -hmm. that. And how did you find your way into cuddling? So I have a business background. I started a restaurant chain called Atomic Wings. Go to AtomicWings.com. We have 30 something locations. Oh. Um, yeah, that so, place is great. I love that place. So that's, so sort of my, that's my business background but my sort of avocation at the same time has been yoga meditation and sort of health and wellness. So I've been a yoga teacher for many years. I've led wellness retreats and the world of yoga does not need me, and I decided it was time to do something that aligns with my passion and my skill set. So my skill set is business. My passion is sort of connection. Yoga is all about like the connection, you know, who you actually are, you know, as a person. How do you find that? And when you communicate with someone in an intimate, platonic level, you can have that same experience that you know I have when I'm meditating and something cracks open and my eyes start to tear a bit. You know, I lived in the city 25 years ago. I've been a yogi forever and I would carry like a, a you know, yoga a mat with me and people would look at me like I'm a freak, right? Now if you don't have a yoga mat, you're sort of like a freak. <laughs> so I think I look at this, the world of cuddling and the world of platonic touch in the same way. That this might be looked at now as like an interesting thing or a crazy thing or what are you talking about? But I know it's a mainstream thing and I know that we have we are a healing modality and the world will find out about it soon enough. There's this meditation studio next door and sometimes I'll go for lunchtime meditation but it'd be interesting if people start doing like a lunchtime cuddle. I know, I'll do it with you if you want anyway. <laughs> Let's get started. <laughs> okay, well actually I'm curious like what are the different types of cuddles? Because like me, yeah. I'm classic little spoon. Like that's right. what I like. And I'm but classic big spoon. Yeah. Are you? I are you am. just saying that because you're taller than I am? <laughs> I actually love being a big spoon, and I love to hold someone so tight that there's literally no air between us. And I like to synchronize our breathing. I love hearing sound and breath and connecting that way. Honestly, the the physical aspects of of what we do in a session are sort of intuitive and they sort of happen. It's the connection that happens. It's sort of discovering another person as a true being without having all the social constructs that, we, that we're faced with every day. I was sort of imagining it was, yo it was like yoga where there's like laughing lotus and mountain and all the, I don't actually do yoga. I don't know. Like there are poses, there's, there's no like, there's no poses for cuddling? Yeah, there are, and every cuddlist will take you through some suggestions, but the concept is, what is it that the client's looking for? So when a session begins, right, the cuddlist will say to the client, you know, how would you like to start? Nine times out of 10, the client will say, I don't know, how do you want, what do you think? And the cuddlist will say, this is your session, you know, you booked this time, what is it that you want to do? Mm -hmm. And for most people, we don't know what we want to do. We don't know what kind of touch we like. No idea. Mm -hmm. So to begin that process of self-discovery, that's what we're all about. At the end of the day, if it's going to be a big spoon, little spoon, you know, whatever you want to call a, cu a cuddle position, mm -hmm. that'll sort of happen naturally once the client is aligned with sort of what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. So there are different positions, but they don't have names. Yeah, so you know what AKA, can I name them? You I want to know. I want them. you to send you me a chart the, and that, I will okay. name them Fair all enough. for you. Can you. Be the head of, you can be the, the branding of cuddle positions. That's really what I want right. to do. Branding officer. And then I'm going to get a man. I'm going to be like, we're going to do the laughing elephant now. <laughs> Shh, stay calm. So Jen and I, and also Matt, whatever, are really interested in how the internet has allowed people to find each other. So we assume that there have always been these maybe cuddle parties or people that are interested in cuddling, but before the internet, of course, they couldn't really find each other. So we're interested in how that 
has influenced your business or what your journey's been. And also, a lot of questions in one, have you heard of the Cuddler app? Because we first found out about like the idea of this online cuddling community through the Cuddler app a few years ago, but we recently went and checked and it failed. I think the Cuddler app was reborn as Spooner. What happened with the Cuddler uh, app was that it had 640,000 sort of signups and it crashed. And so I think they had to rejigger their oh, technology. Wow. Uh-huh. I think in terms of technology, in terms of the internet, I would have no business without the internet. And the thing that I find so incredible is that we have clients in their 60s, we have clients all over the place. Where else, sort of in like, you know, let's say Kalamazoo, Michigan, would, you know, Michelle, who's a cuddlist there, mm-hmm. who homeschools her children, meet someone who, you know, maybe in their 60s that whose wife just died. Are there any particular places online where cuddlers or people who like cuddling tend to find themselves? Like, are there Facebook groups or yeah, Reddit threads? Sites? Like, yeah. where, where are the yeah, cuddlers hanging out? I, I, really, I don't talking really about cuddling. go on Reddit, but Reddit, almost yeah. like 8% of our users come through Reddit threads. That's so interesting. It's amazing to me. So uh, there are a lot of threads and a lot of sort of conversations that happen around it. Um, if you put in cuddling, there are tons of Facebook groups and various groups that it comes up. So if you're into Tantra, for example, or if you're into alternative health, or if you're into massage, or if you're into you know self-development and yoga. So I really search everywhere and, and sort of that's how I reach out to people and that's how they find me, frankly. I'm sure all the listeners are wondering, what about like someone who wants to try to get sexual with the cuddler, you know, risk, safety. And then also there was a question about hygiene, which I thought was interesting. So like your cuddler shows up and you're like, oh, my cuddler kind of smells. You know what I mean? So then sure. what? There is a code of conduct and one of them is you must have good hygiene. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a screening process. So when someone requests a session, they agree to the code of conduct and then the cuddlist and the potential client will have a conversation. 99.9% of the time, if there's any sexual intention, that gets screened out. The fact is most of the people that come to our site, they're, they're not... 22. Mm-hmm. They could be in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, and they're, they're sort of past that point where, like, you know, touch equals sex, and they're sort of looking for some more healing. And also, you know, we're so, we sexualize touch so much, and the fact is, um, it doesn't need to be. It doesn't mean it doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean there's not enjoyment from it. It just means you don't need to act on a sexual thought if you have it, and if you're able to redirect that sexual thought into humanness, that's where real healing can take place. Mm-hmm. I love donuts, right? I pass by donut shops all the time. <laughs> I want to go in and get a donut, sometimes I eat a donut, but not always. In right? my brain, I was like, I love donuts. Doesn't mean I'm gonna fuck that donut. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I went. I was like, well, that's true. Anyway, so where do, where do the cuddling sessions take place? So they either take place at uh, the cuddlist's place or at the client's place, or some people use like a neutral place, like a wellness center or something like that. A lot of different things can happen within that space. So, you know, usually cuddling happens, right? But a lot of times it's a lot of conversation. There's a lot, people need to really download and, and it can be, it can, it can look a lot like that. We have a client that literally once a month, they want to go to Central Park and sit on a park and put their arm around someone, you know? So it really, it really goes through the spectrum, just like we're sitting in a room with four people now, all of us have different needs, desires, Mm -hmm. and stories. How do you find your cuddlers? Yeah, you know, they come, man. It's like, I hate Kevin Costner, sorry, Kevin Costner, but that movie, (laughs) Field of Dreams, if you build it, they will come. We built this platform, and there's a lot of people in the wellness fields. There's a lot of people that really believe they have this power to help other people. A lot of people that have that sort of intuitive energy or that are are sort of healers, they're not great business people in general. So what I'm most proud of is that I love the idea that we have people who are sort of drawn to this kind of work that can now actually make money do this work. Mm -hmm. I'm as proud of that as I am of the sort of amazing testimonials that we get from people who have been helped Mm -hmm. because people should be allowed to make a living doing something that they're good at and passionate about. Mm -hmm. So they find us. I I don't know what else to say. Do you think we could do it? I think that the, I think Jen could be a great cuddler. <laughs> I think that I would just not stop talking during the cuddle session. Yeah. The person would get upset. The most wants. important qualification <laughs> is you both seem like incredibly wonderful people, and I'm sure you could if you Thank wanted you. to. The they're, most they're not they're not that. I know. <laughs> the most Matt's important quality <laughs> is that you need to be able to be present for someone and not be too needy, so you can give them what they need without having to get your needs met mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. You're not there to get your own touch needs met, and we screen out for that. That's mm-hmm. what we screen out for. We're not mm-hmm. here for lonely people to meet people. Right. 
Do you teach the cuddlers how to turn it off when they leave a session? How do you allow someone to feel completely comfortable, completely relaxed, and completely valued, and yet when the session's over, let them leave, right? So we have a philosophy. It's about, like, let's help them discover who they are, and let's see if they get some skills by the end of this session. It's giving comfort, and it's also parting, mm-hmm. imparting some sort of knowledge that they can then take with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how do you measure success, a successful session, or how do you know that they're going well. If anything comes up, good, bad, or ugly, it's a successful session. I think most people are numb, and I think most people need to have a feeling. And I think anything that brings up a feeling in a safe container is a valuable session. So we have some clients that will cry for you know two days after because vulnerable stuff came up. Anything that sort of shifts your level of consciousness into another level of consciousness, because that's where the opportunity for growth can happen, that's how I would deem a successful session. I think it's safe to say that we're all fairly isolated because of our technology these days. Um, So how could we bring human touch back into our lives and and in simple ways? And a simple, that's a great question. She's the deep one. (laughs) So I'm sitting next to you and and I could say, can I put my arm on your shoulder? Uh Uh-huh. And I put my arm He's on doing shoulder, it, guys. Right? And I so, you see someone like, so a lot of times, like before I leave, I'm going to say, can I give you a hug? Right. And you're going to say yes and no. If you say yes, I'm going to give you a hug. Uh-huh. So I think we could all offer sort of mm-hmm. very platonic touch. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of evidence to support that that's really healing and helpful. Ah. Is that sort of questioning that consent, is that always necessary, even with family? Or is that just something that you abide by? Well, it's, it's obviously cultural. I mean, right. if you go to Brazil and you ask someone to give them a hug, they're going to look like you're crazy because exactly. everyone hugs. So it's really, <laughs> yeah. it's really cultural and it's really determined by your environment. I have one last question, please. Do you still love chicken wings? Yeah, it's such a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love chicken wings. <laughs> they're delicious. Yeah. All right, I'm going to cuddle the shit out of you later, Jamie. Sounds good as long as I'm big spoon. Thanks for joining us. I love that. That was so that much was fun. <laughs> advertisement entitled Thumb Wrestling Partner, M4T, Nail for Thumb, from the newspaper of the future, Craigslist.org. I need somebody to thumb wrestle. I love the sport and am very passionate about it. I have different stage names for my left thumb, but the most famous that you may have heard about, if you know the TW crowd, is El Chupa Sombra! He has a little mustache, and I paint a red and green leotard on him for events. I am mostly looking for left-handed partners to compete against and cheer on, but anyone with a caring and supportive demeanor and the grip of a teenage offshore drill hand is welcome. I also enjoy crocheting, shadow puppeteering, and speed snapping to keep my fingers loose. Thumb wrestling. It sounds like he has a bit of an alter ego. Where did that kid get the money? Yeah. He definitely stole from his parents. Wait, the money for this ad? Yeah. Yeah, totally. But he might make a lot in thumb wrestling competitions. Oh, that's true. Like rest, actual like wrestlers. Wait, I, we need to look more into thumb money. wrestling competitions. Like maybe there's an interview there if yeah. it's an internet thing. Yeah. Which it kind of has to be. Fuck interviews. We should do thumb wrestling professionally. We're in the no, wrong business. No, my thumbs are weird. Re- Really? Actually, wait. My Might thumbs be to are weird advantage. such that I would, yep, I would win every You dominate. Match. Are they super long? Nope. They just I'm bend double jointed and I can basically like put them back pretty far so that you probably couldn't reach them. Yeah. Do you win a thumb wrestling? Actually, yeah. I hadn't thought about it in years, but yeah, I you win. You do? Because I just go like this mm-hmm. and you guys can't see, but my thumbs like almost go it's backwards. It's so weird. How do you like hold, yeah, how you do know, you hold cups? how do you hold food but in here's cups? the thing. Look at that. Look at that. I righted them. So cuddling, y'all. Uh, do we think it's the next yoga? Is it the next therapy of sorts? What, yeah, what do we think? So here's the thing. Previously, I thought that hiring a cuddler was like a little creepy, but like he was so nice and he, was. he just everything he said it like made sense. But it would need I to would be. It would need to be less expensive than what it currently is. Oh right, the expense is interesting because yeah, that still brings me back to the fact that like. If I have 80 bucks to blow, I'd rather go get a massage. Yeah. But yeah, the a massage is not emotional. The way the cuddling sounds like it's it's an emotional experience That's more true. than a like it's just, like you know, therapeutic, work yeah. out the knots or something. You know, I talk to my masseuse and I cry the whole way through. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Some people do try to talk during massages, though, and you're like, put the brakes on it, nope. buddy. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, you, uh, like a That's masseuse weird. is like, so how's your day? I've had a few really? of those. I've had That's a lot like of massages in my day. Sin. I know. I wow. know. It's bad bedside manner, y'all. Yeah. 
ideally how I would like this to exist is that you could stop on a lunch break. There'd be like a cuddler set up in like a clean room somewhere, <laughs> like tiny room, well lit. How do you make sure that that cuddler is clean? Like if that cuddler, if it's a lunchtime thing and that cuddler just cuddled 10 people previous to you. Yeah. It's the same as the masseuse though. It's the same as the masseuse. You know, the idea of it becoming something regular that people do, I'm sh- that could happen. I'd rather eat 10 burritos with my money. You know and what then I mean? For, yeah. And then for me personally, I think I would, I want to try it, but I think I'd only want to try it like maybe every once in a while. It sounds like a full holistic experience. Um, Better question. Do you want to go to a cuddle party? That I would do every weekend. (laughs) Wouldn't you, though? This doesn't sound very appealing. I mean, once again, like, for me, I just like adventures and experiences. So, like, okay, like at Yale, they have naked parties. Mm -hmm. Did you ever go to one? No. So, last naked party of my senior year, I was like, okay, I don't want to go. I'm going to have to get shit-faced first. But, like, I'm going to go to this naked party because I just like experiences and stories and, and all that kind of stuff. And so, if there was a cuddle party... Like, yeah, sure. If a friend wanted to go, I'd be like, this is going to be weird. It's going to be a great story. Actually, you know what? We should go to a cuddle party we for sure. Should, we should, yeah. We should definitely go to a cuddle party. So, I'm in. question. Were people naked at the naked party? <laughs> nope, nope. Fully clothed. Nope, fully clothed. <laughs> yeah, people were naked. And I remember there was uh, some people, too, where I was like, whoa, you have a banging body. Like, girls and guys. Mm-hmm. One person in particular, I'll tell you after we shut this down, but I was like, girl, you got a fantastic body. Who knew? <laughs> I think I made people really uncomfortable at this yeah, point. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> what, I was just what, shouting at people. <laughs> what is what is fun? What is what is the Honestly, I, get the experience. I wasn't. I know yeah. it was I'm weird. not trying it was to weird. I don't want to be prude, but yeah. No, no, no. I agree though. It was also, totally uncomfortable. I got so fucking shit faced in order to in go. The it day was uncomfortable. Age, in the day and age of social media, well, I feel like those sure. parties probably was so I know down that's a actually bit. really scary now because we went to college at a really interesting time because Facebook came out while we were there. Right. So we actually were like the final years. Yeah, before mm-hmm. the to experience college. Firestorm of all the social media. Yeah. yeah I think mm-hmm. it's a, I think it was so interesting though. Like I remember mm-hmm. signing up for Facebook as like a sophomore or junior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we were the second school to get it. So oh, there was like right. almost no one on it. Yeah. When the face when the Facebook originally mm-hmm. came out, um, you could find see it had a feature where you could see who were in your classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but, I you t- I literally like synced with like the Yale roster and yeah. I, I'd type in who was in class and it would show you. So but, it was a totally different uh, thing. This was also before camera phones. It was before right. iPhones. Yeah. So you know I was no, buying like little disposable scary. cameras still in college yes. to take photos of friends. I mean, I'm, of course, there's both sides. Like I wish I had a thousand more pictures of college, mm-hmm. but I am really grateful that we were not addicted to technology. Like I don't ever really remember sitting around a dorm like staring at YouTube videos together. Right. Not that that can't be an enjoyable, wonderful bonding. Experience, Unless it was peanut like, butter and jelly time. <laughs> it was well, on YouTube. YouTube didn't come out until 2005. So yeah. I remember us sitting around and having late night talks, yeah. just like being present and with people. And it was actually like so amazing. And that you could be a total fucking idiot and not worry about uh, the evidence that, that would haunt you. That is a thing. That's like a real thing. Like the porn thing. party? The porn party? Did you go to this? No. Oh my God. It was so fun. Did you go to class? I know. <laughs> Fuck class, dude. Actually, I did go to class. I was a huge dork, very good student. Um, and in retrospect, that's not the part of my experience that I use. (laughs) (laughs) Cum laude, bitch. No, anyway. um, But I wonder what a cuddle party really looks like. We're going to have to go do it, Jen, and then report back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to have to go do it. Like the format. If there are like pods of people cuddling, if you're the sole one left out, how you get in on the cuddle. Because sometimes a pretty... It's like musical chairs. I know. I feel awkward at parties sometimes. I'd be that one who's left out. Groups of people to talk. I think Uh it would be even harder, like, to approach a good cuddle and get in there. Or do you get stuck with, like, the one weirdo in the room and you're like, God damn it. Maybe. Or is there, like, one hot dude that all the girls are like, hi, I need a cuddle partner. (laughs) Yeah, like, if you get stuck in a bad cuddle, that's much harder to get out of the bad conversation. Right? Yeah. Mm. Interesting. We really should have asked Adam about this. What's the equivalent to small talk? In, in a cu- cuddle in party? Cuddle, at a cuddle party. It's like um, like you lean your you lay your head on somebody's shoulder, <laughs> right? Yeah, I feel like it's just like testing just like it a, out. I feel like it's like a boring cuddle where you're like, really, this is my cuddle? That's the small talk. <laughs> right. I, you, uh, I got bad news. We got to wrap this shit up because no, we talked I, for way too long. I have cancer. <laughs> what? And we have to wrap the show up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was really yeah. fucked up and weird. Was it too mm. dark? <laughs> I was just confused. I thought it was going to go into some kind of internet trivia. Like, no, we already did trivia. Yeah, but I thought I we can't have two tri- it. Okay. I thought maybe there was some kind of crazy surprise. No, no surprises here. Can one day you throw Fuck in a surprises. weird surprise at the end? Oh, that'd be good. Oh, that'd be fun. An extra question. A special guest. Okay, well, we, we have to go.
If you want to keep in touch with us, again, You're I don't idiot. know why you would want to keep in touch with us, but if you do, uh, you can contact us on Twitter. Allie, what's your handle? A-L-L-I-G-O-L-D. Allie Gold. She can spell. Mine's... It took me a long time. I wanted to show off. Do you want to spell my mine? My Yale education. Oh, you went to Yale, man. You should... I know. You want to spell mine? June Bugger? J-O-O-N-B-U-G-G-E-R. Cool. Okay, you. you can also write to us at 2G1podcast at gmail.com. Send us anything you want to hear about on the podcast. If you want to be featured, let us know. You can call us because we like hearing your voice. Um, we might feature your voicemail on the podcast. Our phone number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. Those are all the ways. <laughs> Those are all the ways you can stay in touch. We really want to hear from you, so please reach out. If you found this podcast interesting and want to share it with your friends, share all this new knowledge that you have about cuddling and other things, um, please do. It's really helpful to us if you spread the word in any way that you can, especially to your friends. Share that shit. Share it. Cool. Um, oh, and if you want to talk socially about the podcast, you can hashtag it 2G1P. We'll be on the lookout. We're going to be part of that conversation. Tracking that hashtag. Mm-hmm. Hashtag trackers. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag trackers. Nope. nope. You can cut out that part. Nope. <laughs> what if that should be another sketch we do? We're like tornado chasers, but we're hashtag trackers. <laughs> and we get really like dramatic nope. and into the chase. Nope. <laughs> Guys, I, I, I'm into I the like idea. It. I like it. I like it. I think it has legs. I'm adding it to our list. Fuck you, Matt. Wow. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. I don't know. You shouldn't be encouraging me to make bad jokes. You should... You'll just be holding me to a really high standard. Okay, no laugh. Peace out, friends. Keep it weird. Bye. The World's One Podcast is hosted by Allison Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula and produced and edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Production assistance is provided by thepodglomerate.com. This show is made possible by The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet. Great news! You can listen to new episodes of Two Girls, One Podcast one week early. What is this sorcery? Just download the free TuneIn app and fire up Two Two Girls, Girls, One Podcast to get fresh episodes one week before your loser friends. (laughs) Your friends are so lame for being one week behind. I know, right? Wait. What's the catch? There's no catch. Tune in lets you listen to awesome podcasts. Like ours. One week before anywhere else. Absolutely free. Whoa, dude. The next episode of the show is probably already there. Yo, this is some freaky time traveling shit. I'm going to listen to next week's show so I can find out what we're going to say. Technology is weird. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.